So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So... Two Drink Cinemas top, top 10, 10 movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. Two drinks in a mug. Cheers. All right, welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Um, this is, yeah, as I mentioned, another episode. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Sorry, cheers. I'll use the microphone. <laughs> um, if you haven't yet subscribed to us in the podcast or in the YouTube format, uh, then do that so you won't miss any of our future episodes. From this point up, we've just actually had a meeting. We did. Uh, there was no so, agenda. No, no. But we still talked about things. We still things. had a meeting. We still met. There is progress we have in the organisation of uh, of Two Drink Cinema. So be prepared for a little more regularity and a little bit more structure. A little bit. Don't expect yeah, don't too much. Um, before we go any further, we're a few episodes in now. I have to admit something. I was a little bit nervous at the start. Sames. Because everybody thinks they're funny. Yeah, I right? especially think of yeah, myself yeah. as funny. And... We both think of ourselves as reasonably funny. You're funnier. That is correct. In our thinking. And so, like, everyone yes. says, oh, I'm funny. I should have a podcast. Or they chat with someone like, oh, we're funny. We should have a podcast. But we have had some feedback that, that people have enjoyed us. Yeah. I've uh, got random text messages or whatever that's just been like, you can't stop the meat. Ha, 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 ha. That's it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, they, they must be listening. To or the podcast. Someone messaged and said they need more content. Yeah. So from now on, it will be weekly releases. Yeah, that's what part of the planning was. That was part of the planning meeting that we had. Um, but And in order, so we know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So there, you will have noticed in a few episodes so far, oh, that's a throwback. To, oh, no, that's a throw forward. Yeah. Because we did chuck a couple of specials in, the Oscars special. Yeah, that's yeah. um and the West Side Story special. Yes. Cuz that trailer came out and then the Spice World special watch through because uh, Spice because World. there was a rumor of the sequel because you we had to have an excuse to watch Spice to watch World. Spice World. Yeah. Yeah. Um so but then as well I was listening to another podcast and this podcaster had a guest on who was their best mate. Yep. And in their talking, they're like, 
oh, we've had great times together and we're always having funny conversations and yeah. I didn't laugh once. No. <laughs> I had this thing. That made me feel a lot better. Because my thing was when we originally first started talking about having a podcast, yep. um, we were like, we can't just sit there and talk because we'll talk shit for hours and it'll all be in jokes and nobody else will get it. We Except did. maybe our other brother and our dad. Yeah. The other thing um, we did say, remember, we were going to have a bell. And then whenever yeah. one of us makes an in-joke, you have to oh, hit the bell. right. Okay. And then we just cut Gosh. in the explanation of the Ding dong. We Ding haven't dong. Hang, we haven't um we haven't had that many in jokes. No, we haven't. We've done well. Um anyway, I Because I had that thing with you were saying you've had a listening to the podcast had your mate. Yes. The mate on and you didn't know what they were talking yeah. about. I caught up with some mates on a fr- on Friday night yeah. and it was two guys I used to work with and then one of them brought along another friend that we didn't know. It was oh, just, oh, yeah. he's in town, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the three of us were sitting there talking like, oh, I remember this time we did this stupid thing on a Friday night. Ha, 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 And the other guy and was the, just was sitting like, there going, yeah, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, this is awkward. <laughs> I didn't invite you, so I don't know why I, you're here. Um, we have in our book club, which doesn't... Oh, book club. We don't read books anymore. No. It started as a book club and now it's become, let's catch up occasionally for dinner. Are all the books you read movies so you just watch the movie? Like I said... I did at school. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, some of them have become movies. At, at the start, we read some very good books. We read mm. Room. Movie. Wasn't at the time. Okay. We Need to Talk About Kevin. Movie. movie. Wasn't at the time. Um, we read I Know This Much Is True, which is a TV series okay. now, but yeah. it wasn't at the time. But Is one of your members of a book club... A TV and film <laughs> producer. Yeah, yeah. And they, that's your test audience. We've actually been... Uh, Eavesdropping. Are you Endemol, are you Endemol Productions? <laughs> I don't know why I said Endemol. <laughs> Endemol. Endemol Shine produces Endemol a blue Shine heelist. Makes, makes <laughs> home and away. <laughs> and <laughs> movies, uh, TV, Australian TV shows that aren't on TV anymore. And Hal McElroy? Was he the producer? Know. He did Blue Heelers. Yeah. I'm sure. That's becoming a ding. Yeah. <laughs> ding. <laughs> um, Ring the bell. No, we used to because... All but two of us worked together in the book club. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it would be, oh, remember when this person did this? And then the conversation would go on about them, that person that they all worked with for a while. <laughs> that you didn't know. And then Lauren and I would be in the corner be like, oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That was a great day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they've all... They all work at different places now. Yeah, that's so good. That's uh, that's changed. So we are onto a movie that I suggested you watch yeah. because I won a trivia. Mm. In our previous Shocking. episode uh, where we talked about Spartacus, we didn't have a particular trivia set. Oh, no, it was in the West Side Story episode. This is why we're getting more organised. Yeah. Um, we didn't have a particular trivia. Yes. But I knew what Blockbuster came from and you didn't. Yeah, so you were So right. I claimed the trivia. So you claimed it as being you were right, I was wrong. Even though I wouldn't say I was wrong. Well, I knew you a knew trivia. something I didn't know. Yeah. And because I'm probably not going to win, win yeah. many other trivias, I claimed it um, and assigned you to watch a film documentary that you probably would have watched anyway. I probably would have. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I would have. 100% I would have. And that was Tina. Tina, the uh, the documentary of Tina Arena. Turner's life. Yeah, 
Tina Turner. I would Much. watch the Tina Arena one. Yeah. I went to see her in concert the other night. It was seven degrees at the My <laughs> Music Bowl. Because <laughs> I think in the same night you were there, I was at the footy. Yeah. And I was like, I'm cold and I'm inside. I, I was inside. Oh, because you're at Marvel, which yeah. you hate. Yeah. It's, it's actually colder inside. No, sometimes in it is at Marvel Stadium. Uh, anyway. But no, I was at the My Music Bowl just Shh. sitting because Tina Arena is not a dancing concert. No, most... Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. Worse. We you didn't parked, even get up and dance to Sweet Sorrento Moon. No. Oh. Um, we parked on the other side of the gardens from where the Sydney My Music Bowl is in Melbourne. For people that don't know, is it's in the middle of the gardens. In the middle of the gardens. And then we decided to cut across the gardens. Which is damp grass. There was a full puddle. It wasn't just uh, damp grass. Uh. There was a puddle. And I was wearing my runners. Well, that, yeah, okay. So the water just got straight in. My socks were soaked. So I had two choices. I either sit and watch the concert with wet feet, wet socks and wet shoes. Yeah, in or seven I watch degrees. Or I barefoot. So you barefoot. So I was sitting there in seven degrees at the My Music Bowl with bare feet, getting strange looks from the people sitting either side of us. Stranger looks as it got later in the concert and I started to lose feeling in my toes and I started to yeah. grip my feet <laughs> to try and get the circulation God. back. Um, but Tina Arena is a biopic or a documentary. Tina Turner. No, Tina Arena is one that I would watch. Oh, I'm saying, sorry, to try sorry, sorry. And bring it back. Yeah, to I think she Tina would have Turner. an interesting story. Well, young talent she, time. Yeah, young talent lived time. Lived in France. Should... Should maybe do Eurovision for Australia. Should probably, probably do better. Yes, could get the French vote. Sos Douce Montaigne from uh, France, Pois. even though Montaigne sounds French. Yeah, she's not. She ain't. Um, so Tina Turner is the <laughs> documentary that we have watched <laughs> in the last few weeks. Uh, highly anticipated, would you say, or anticipated? I think maybe just anticipated because okay. I hadn't heard of it coming out before really you mentioned it. Or before the ads for the streaming service said it was coming out. Yes. It wasn't like now the Aretha Franklin movie where it's like, wow, everybody has to go watch it. Yes. That's highly anticipated. Yeah. And the new trailer did come out the day we're recording this. Um, so that's another biopic that we are very much looking forward to. Um, did you not put your elbow? No, up? Did because I we were so <laughs> sitting there. If you're watching on the YouTube, you'll see that we're both like <laughs> sitting in this like Symmetrical. very Superman pose. Yeah, like we're very serious um, anchor men, but we're we're not. But not serious anchor men. Don't serious. go to Tina Arena barefoot. No. Although I didn't think I I think I did see Peter Hitchener there. At the Tina Arena concert, yeah, he wouldn't a have huge been Tina fan. He wouldn't have been sitting wouldn't on have been in the grass lawn, with you. lawn row F <laughs> where I was sitting. He was backstage, of course he was. With Tina's dad, I don't know why. Anyway, they're friends. Tina's mum was mom. in the audience. Mrs. Arena, we're confusing a lot of people. Okay, we should stop talking Tina, about Tina Arena. Uh, Tina Arena, we'll talk about on another episode <laughs> when her biopic comes out. Uh, we'll talk about. It. I'm going to make Tina it a movie Arena. just so we can talk about. It, it is 30 years of young talent time or something, isn't it? Some anniversary. It seems like more than years. Fifty years of young talent. But if she was on it when she was a kid, she'd be fifty. I'd say forty years. That's seventy-one. Eighty-one. Sorry, maths is off. Yeah, I reckon eighty. 
80, yeah, 81, maybe 40 years of young. Because who else was on it? Kylie and Danny. Kylie and Danny. All the gay And some icons. other people. And we talked about, like, Shane and I talked about it after we left the concert. But Tina Arena's vocal talent is the total of every other star that's come out of Young Talent Time. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Kylie she, is Kylie not a great singer. Kylie is a superstar. Yeah. But above not the best Tina singer. Arena. Yeah. But Tina Arena, voice incredible. Yes. Um, but Tina Turner mm. is who Tina we're talking Turner. about. Um, and she also has an incredible voice. She has a better voice than Tina Arena. And that's the last time we're going to mention Tina Arena because it is getting confusing. Very different voices. Tina Turner yes. couldn't sing Chains like Tina Arena does. Yeah, but the thing... And you couldn't cast Tina Turner as Evita. What's that got to... Oh, was she in Because Tina Arena was Evita. Like, Please can we not talk about Madonna because this is going to get really confusing and really gay. At least really Madonna's gay. not Tina. Tina Madonna. Tina Madonna. Tina Arena, done. Line through, move on. Let's talk My about Tina Turner. My initial th- thought about Tina Arena, I know... Oh, frick. <laughs> Tina Turner. Yes. I know some of her songs. Yeah. I didn't realise that it was like the late 50s. No. Ike and was Tina. She... And Ike was like really a pioneer of rock and roll. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, I kind of thought I knew 70s, she... 80s, 90s. I knew she was around in the 60s because of Proud Mary. Yep. They were around in the 60s because yep. of Proud Mary. I didn't know it went as far back as the 50s. And yeah. she was very, like, obviously then very young when she met Ike and started being Ike and Tina. Ike and Tina, yeah, and the Ikeettes. The Ikeettes. They were the dancers. Yeah. Yeah. What, didn't Ikeets. you know that? No, it just sounds weird. I don't know. It sounds like pikelets. Because I think they were the Rockets. Yeah. In the late 50s, early 60s. So these were the Ikeettes, Ike's version of the ro- the Rockets. Um, yes, young lady, incredible voice, picked up by Ike Turner and made into a superstar. Yeah. My next thought about the documentary, oh, my, my other thought is that the main thought is at the end of the documentary. But there's a lot of stuff in the middle. There is a lot of stuff in the middle. Obviously, the big thing with Tina, Tina and her career is yes. Ike. Yes. Like, there's a lot. Obviously, Ike, if you want to say it, gave her her start. Yes. And then was angry at her for that. <laughs> for whatever reason. I think... Because Ike, Ike is insecure control Yes, freak. I think Ike also might have just been angry at the world. I think so because there was a bit that harped back on he didn't get a lot of credit for movie uh, for songs that he was involved in writing and stuff. So he was yeah. bitter the whole time, and then he thought that it was going to be the same with Tina. That it was just going to be Tina, 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 Tina. Yes. Without being like, hey, Ike's here too. Well, as good as Proud Mary is because of Tina, it's that huge band thing. Yeah. That is Ike. Yeah. Um, you know what I think a lot of the thing you don't think with their earlier song with their earlier songs that you don't think it was that long ago is because they were pretty like ahead of the time, and they've become timeless hits. Yeah, like Proud Mary and um, Nutbush. I've just gone blank. 
Nutbush was a notable absence from the yeah. documentary. The only time it got mentioned is I grew up. I in grew Nutbush. up in Nutbush, like, yeah, and then we I was know like, that. "Oh, okay. Well, are you going to play the song? Are you going to do the dance the that we learnt in of the Nutbush city? Yeah, are they going to do the dance we learnt in grade five PE? Like what? No, no. What's the? Why did I even maybe learn it, it? Maybe it wasn't as big. <laughs> I actually don't think the dance isn't. The from dance the, isn't. No, no. It's I not Tina like, did not come up with that. It's dance. not like the Macarena. Like the Macarena has the dance. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. the film clip. Yes, and the bus stop is, is the, the bus, bus stop because you did that in the disco with your flared pants. The nutbush, I'm sure, was invented by a grade five PE teacher. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And Some guy goes, "Oh God, it's raining outside. What are we going to do? What are we going to do?" I've just discovered the Nutbush. It's a great song. The 1991 remix, probably. Yeah. What are we going to do? Let's cut, let's have this dance. 25 was the speed limit, so it was a bit slow. Yeah, true. You know, um, it was probably a PE teacher mm-hmm. who had just got into line dancing or, right. and boot scooting. They go, I want to teach my kids I want to line, teach dancing, line dancing, but I need a hip song. But I can't do it. To this country stuff I've been doing down at the Little River Pub on, on a Thursday night. Okay, Little River, wow. Well, Little River Shout in 1991. River. That's proper country, Little River 1991. That's true. When the remix of Nutbush City Limits came out. Um, yeah, and he wanted to teach line dancing. Couldn't do it to the old country songs he'd learnt line dancing from. A kid came in and said, Mr. PE teacher, have you heard this? New song by Tina Turner. Yeah. I was going to say Rena again. No, I was going to say. <laughs> Have you heard this new song by Tina Turner? He's like, right, we're doing the... Done. This is now the bloody nutbush. Mash up. Yeah. Great dance though. It is very catchy, good dance. Dance floor filler. Except mum refuses to do it. Is that like how you refuse to watch Game of Thrones? Probably. That's a throwback. Yes. <laughs> um, it's too mainstream, so I'm not going to do the nutbush. Mum will dance to everything except those organised ones. B- bust <laughs> up, nutbush, macarena, chicken dance. Well, the chick- when was the last time you danced to the chicken dance? Yeah, no. Grade 5 PE? <laughs> Grade 5 PE. No, I taught dance for a little while. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's when I did the chicken dance. Um, and the PE teacher at the school I was at was very glad... There was me teaching the dance part of performing arts because he would not have wanted to do the nutbush. No. Or the chicken dance. Or the bus stop. You know what I thought as well with the documentary? Yes. It was good. Because this isn't a music podcast. No. It was good. (laughs) But I feel like it could have been more. Like when they were talking, they talked a lot about Tina and Tina's amazing. Yes, yes. According to the documentary, Tina only had four songs. Mm-hmm. Like they talked, they went proud Mary, and then they were like Ike's bashing her. Then it was like, what's the one? The what's love I got keep, to do with it? No, no. There's the other one that they had, Ike and Tina. Um. Oh wow, this is going well. Um, it's the other like really. Jump and soul oh, one. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Glee did yes, it. Yes. River Deep yeah. Mountain High. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's our clip there's for this week. That sounded actually like, you know, Eurovision was on this weekend. That sounded like the Moldovan Eurovision entry or something. And then someone's jumping on the trampoline in the background with a wind machine. Um, yeah, yes. Proud Mary, 
They did River Deep, Mountain High, not a lot. Bash, bash, bash. What's Love Got to What's Do Love with Got it? to Do with It? That's really the only songs they talked about. Yeah. And um, then they finished with simply the and best. And then they just played, yeah, the best. Well, they did do a little play of Beyond Thunderdome. We don't need another Which hero. Is weird. They didn't talk about that a lot either. Well, they just kind of was like, oh, yeah, she was in a movie. Yeah, she was in a movie with Mel Gibson. It was kind yeah. of a big deal. Yeah. Like a very big franchise, I reckon. Mad yeah. Max. She did a song the for Road it, Warrior. but we won't really talk about the song. We much just kind either. of played in the background. Yeah. We don't need that, that brings me to my criticism Good. of the documentary. Good, because I think I, I, we might have the same one. Okay. So they spend, it's an hour 45 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They spend an hour and a half interviewing Tina and Tina says, I'm sick of talking about Ike. I'm yeah. sick of talking about Ike. I just want to move on from talking about Ike. I'm Tina Turner. Yes. Talking about me, I'm Tina Ike. Turner. Then the, the bit of, it gets in the bit of the documentary where Ike dies and then the documentary ends. Because my thing is, well, yeah, like, it was well, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This documentary yeah. is not Ike and Tina. Because it, for a documentary that went on a bit, like a fair bit, about how the, even when she was successful on her own, yeah, everybody still wanted to talk about Ike. They still kept talking about Ike in the documentary. But then when Ike stopped... The, the documentary stopped. The documentary stopped. But after Ike died is when Simply the Best came out and she sung on the top of the Sydney Harbour Bridge for the NRL. And I mean, how could you not put that in the I documentary? Know. That's instantly... Only iconic. so many people have sung on top of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Yeah, for the NRL. Yeah, I can't name anyone else other than Tina Turner that sung on top Gosh, of the Sydney Harbour Bridge for Olivia's the NRL. not even Olivia's done that. Yeah. Newton John, if you were wondering which Olivia. Olivia Arena. <laughs> Olivia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Olivia Madonna. Oh, not even Rod Laver Arena's sung that. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> oh. That would be Hindmarsh Arena. Is that where they play rugby? <laughs> I have Singing no on idea. top of the Sydney Albert Bridge. I have no idea. Oh, some rugby listener will be able yeah, to tell us. Somebody tweet if us. We've made it interstate. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've made it international. Yeah, we have. We have. We're huge in Thailand. <laughs> That's the market we really want to ding, break into. Ding. That might be an in joke for us two and the one person in Thailand <laughs> listening. He he could have passed it on to some of his friends in Thailand to listen to. That's true. We never know. Some, lost in translation. <laughs> be that thing. Could be a good English language lesson, it like when be. we used and to watch English, The Lion so. King with the Japanese overdub. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> anyway, oh, ding. you know what? It was weird because, like, obviously, you knew Tina Turner was huge. Yeah, I I think maybe a bit of my thing with Tina is like she was big, mm. and I didn't. I don't think always she was as big as I thought. Because at the time, like at the time earlier on in her career, it was her and Aretha. You know, it was like that kind of thing. But then later on, when she was solo, yep, she was around the same time as like Whitney and yeah. Madonna. So she's compared to them, and you go, oh well, Whitney. But I also over f- Tina. I also found it that she didn't really, and they did do a thing about it in the documentary. She didn't really find her style. Yeah. She tried to be this rock soul chick when she tried to go... She tried to be just this rock chick. 
yeah, when yeah. she went solo. And that kind of didn't work because that was, you know, there was Pat Benatar and whatever else going on. Mm. Um, and she couldn't really do the Black Soul thing well, because Whitney was going on. Well, that's what they said in the documentary. It said it was like Ike said it. Yeah. It was a bit of Ike saying it when they were trying to sell albums and everything. Mm. She, he's, he said, the white charts think we're too black and the black charts think we're too white. Yeah. So that's why they weren't they couldn't get a lot of success in the US, but then they went to and released in the UK. Proud Mary in the UK and it went yeah. ballistic. And it was different to the way Motown were going about trying to cross over. Yes. And just Motown really just made white music. Yeah, they with went black people. Yeah. They went, Oh, our music isn't working, let's dull it down. Yeah. If Dream Girls taught me anything, I'm assuming that's all fact. Well, it was fact enough for Diana Ross to sue them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Whoops. Um, but what I also didn't realise, uh, and I learned from the movie, was I, I kind of thought they were big, and they were kind of big before Proud Mary. But really, they were just playing like minor gigs. Yeah, yeah. Like the equivalent the of like playing the Corner Hotel here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they were just doing those gigs, and then they released Proud Mary in the UK. And then bang, they're doing arenas. Yeah. And then she released What's Love Got To Do With It when she was going solo. And then bang, she's playing 150,000 people at, on Rio. Yeah. Which was the, uh, ridiculous. Like the biggest crowd ever. Yeah. Which is insane. Like, oh, it's insane. And it's crazy to me yeah. watching some of the um, footage of her performances. Like the energy. Like, it's insane. But it's uh, she doesn't just stand there and sing. Like no. she's up around dancing just as much as the actual dancers and then can sing like that too. And then sometimes was doing two shows a night. Yeah, it's insane. I don't get it. And she wasn't even on drugs. No. I don't get it. Yes. No drugs that we saw in the documentary. No, didn't he? she even say I didn't do drugs? Oh, she did some at some point. Ike did Ike enough did for both all of them, them, I think. Yeah, there was it's probably none left for him. Um, so it was... I don't think it was a in an, oh my God, this is a revelation documentary. No. I feel like if you knew Tina Turner's career, you might not have learnt much from I it. Didn't learn, I didn't learn much from it. Obviously, I, when a lot of the stuff they talked about was her relationship with Ike. Yeah. And you know that already. Yeah. So it was a little bit like the thing when I'm watching a documentary, I still want to I want to learn something, even if it's a documentary on someone I know a lot about. Yeah, I think I should still learn something. Yes, but I don't think I. Do you know what I did learn? Okay. Oh yeah. What's I love can see that on your notes. Got to do with it. Oh, was originally written for Bucks Fizz. I'm sorry. In our other episode, after we talked about Return to Oz, we drank Bellinis. I should have brought champagne and orange juice to make Buck's oh, Fizz. Is that a drink, Buck's yeah. Fizz? You know, screwdriver is and orange 50, juice 50. is a mimosa. Isn't that a screwdriver, champagne, orange juice? Well, at brunch, it's mimosa. Maybe no, it depends a mimosa what time is something day. other than orange juice, maybe. You look that up, and I'll tell you what a Buck's Fizz is. So a... If you're gonna speak. Whatever you're looking up, mimosa or screwdriver, is 50-50, right? Right. Bubbles mimosa. and orange juice. A mimo- 
A mimosa cocktail is composed of champagne and chilled citrus juice, usually orange juice. Oh, that's juice. breakfast juice. You know you get from the... Ingredients, two and a half, one part champagne, one part orange juice. Yeah, so a Buck's Fizz is two parts champagne, one part orange juice. Oh, I like that better. Yeah, we should have made Buck's, Buck's Fizz drink. Buck's Fizz is an alcoholic cocktail made of two parts sparkling wine, typically champagne, and yeah. one part orange juice. They say you gotta speed it up. And then and that's another Eurovision reference. What, it won Eurovision, that song, can you, if you can believe. You Screwdriver is a popular alcoholic highball drink made with orange juice and vodka. Oh, vodka. Okay. My apologies it's a vodka orange. to all the barmen listening and Gosh. bar women um, yelling at their screens or radios. So, yeah. screwdriver is vodka and orange. Yeah. Mimosa is equal parts. Half, half. Bubbles and orange. And a Bucks Fizz is the better one. Yeah. Because it's two parts. Alcohol. Alcohol, one part. And orange it won juice. Eurovision. And they the won Eurovision. drink. With uh, a skirt rip. With probably the most Aryan group to ever oh, win Eurovision. So, if you don't know Bucks Fizz, Bucks yeah. Fizz were in this English quartet, Just two men, two women. Just in your mind, Tina Abba. Turner. Yeah. Right? Then... Picture four people that look the complete opposite to Tina yeah. Turner. Imagine ABBA, but more white. Swedish looking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, they're just white, blonde, thin, pasty people. One of them's dead. Well, probably. No, no, fact. Because they did a little Zoom reunion last year. Oh. Yeah, and without the, th- the dead one. <laughs> oh. The fourth one. So there's only one guy and two girls now. Did indecision... Get him from behind. <laughs> that is a lyric in the song. I'm not even making it up. Not it's not song. even an anal joke. No, it's not in the song. What's love got to do with it? It's Don't in the let song. your yeah. It's in your making your mind up. Making Google it. Listen up. to it now. Do yourselves a favor, Molly Meldrum. It, Don't Google it now. Don't let your indecision take take you from, from behind. behind or get you from behind. Trust your inhibitions. Don't let no one change, change your mind. Key change. Because it's Eurovision song, so let's have a key change. And then you see... Um, so, anyway. Is, what's has like? there been an episode that I haven't sung in? Well, I was just going to say that because we... Because my husband say... has suggested... So, my husband listened to the first couple of songs, listeners and viewers, and came home and said, I've come up with another a possible title for your podcast. And it is... Boys talk about movies and Lee sings occasionally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also... If you sung in... The episode where we talked about Spartacus, I might be surprised because I don't know how Spartacus and singing a song would have no. gone into that, but I, I won't be surprised. What song I could have sung is Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. I think you might Because that's, <laughs> I'm Brian oh, and so is anyway, my wife. Yeah. So what's love's got to do with it Yeah, was originally written for the whitest... British quartet ever in the history of white As a British pop quartets. Song. So it would have been like, what's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. Or however it's actually sounded in the documentary. In the documentary, they do play it. Yeah. And it's actually, you hear it and you go, that's not the same song. Well, you just that's go, the same words, that's, but that's 100% not the same song. a pop song. And you can totally see why Tina Turner said, no, I don't want to do that. That's totally the opposite of what I'm going for. But here. I want to know, in the tongue, what? What desperate person heard that song and in their mind went, you know who'd be good at this? Bucks Fizz. Tina Turner. Oh. Like who went who who made that up? 
I just don't know who's my because my mind wouldn't have gone there. Um, no, some of those things are very interesting in songwriting because yeah. people write songs. When you hear demos, and then people write songs and then they sell them to someone. Like "Love Yourself" by Justin Bieber was written by Ed Sheeran. Yeah, and, and then some of the One Direction stuff that he, he goes, "This isn't it. good enough for me." Yeah, and that's because you make your money on the like songwriting. Sia. Yeah, Sia wrote yeah. heaps of stuff for everybody else before she. You make your money on the on the songwriting, unless you're Ed Sheeran and you've worked it well enough so that you can sell Kesha. seventy thousand tickets and be the one person on the stage. Yeah, he doesn't have to pay a band. No, he just buys extra loop pedals. And like and Kesha pays the sound guys. Britney. Really? Till the World Ends by Britney. Google it. Yeah. Um, written by Kesha. Oh, it's like the That's same guy wrote... That's why it's best song. That's why the same guy wrote Halo and the Kelly Clarkson one. That sounds and like Beyonce Halo. Beyonce wrote Halo. She had no help. I'm joking. No. Of course she did. No. Um, That's why if she wins Grammy for Song of the Year, 18 people win. Yes, she has help writing her song, all right? She's not fucking Superwoman. She's not anyway, Taylor Swift. Let's talk about someone that was... in. Inspired Beyonce, Tina Turner. <laughs> um, that was the smoothest um, segue. But she did inspire a lot of people. And you know, because like obviously Tina Turner, I'm not talking about Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Beyonce will have inspired <coughs> lots of people now because she's getting old. Yeah. She's 40 anyway. Um, that is old. Uh, so, sorry to all I'm the over 40s to, listening. I'm, I'm getting closer to 40. Uh, anyway. I'm almost in my late Obviously, 30s this week. Obviously, listening to Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes, Jimmy inspired, Barnes Tina Turner. inspired by Tina Turner. He just did a soul album. No, he sings exactly like Tina Turner. True. It's like how Cher sings like Elvis. Yeah. Right? Walking in Memphis. Um, is by Elvis? No, but... He's from Memphis. Mark Cohn. Anyway, is he from Memphis? <laughs> I don't know. He's from Graceland. Yeah, and then other ones, it was like when they said like she in pretty much inspired Mick Jagger. She taught Mick Jagger to dance. Yeah. Is the thing. I was just she like, was on tour supporting them and showed him dance moves. Yeah, and I never really got that connection until she now. She can dance. She Some can. legs. She... Was she one of those people who insured her legs? I would imagine so. J-Lo did. Yeah. She insures them again now. She's back with Ben Affleck. Yeah, well, she's got to... She's going to need all the help she can get. Um, Anything more about the film about Tina? You know what? Yeah. There was a question that I wanted answered in the documentary, and I never got the answer. Why did she move to Switzerland? Well, because that guy she married. She well, and why and would she you? wants to enter Eurovision like Celine? Why? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You don't actually have to be from That's there. Flow rider, Flo rider just sung for San does Marino. not live in San Marino. <laughs> um, his name's a giveaway. Flo, Flow rider. If you're only otherwise, just getting that name, now, then you've got a problem. His name would be San Marino. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that was the female that actually <laughs> Santa Marino. Um, no, the question that I wanted answered that I didn't get answered, and I still don't know the answer to to this very day. Okay. I might know it, and then I win trivia. Okay. What, what does, does love, love have to do with it? <laughs> I just like, what's love Scott to do with it? Scott to do with it. The song is about, right, 
And this can be segueing into eventually we're going to have a song podcast one day. Whoa. Uh, the song is about... Hang on, I need to think of other lyrics. It's a secondhand emotion. It's about the w- the way she Sweet feels about notion. someone. It isn't love. It's just lust. So she's saying, I'm not in love with them. They're just there and I want to yeah. get bizarre. Well, hang on. And gonna, he's not going to bash my me. My phone's over there. So he's like, that's, that's one. He's not going to bash me. That's a plus. So let's marry him. So her standards no, are pretty high. There's... Um, there's a whole lot of lyrics, okay? So, obviously, Bucks Fizz wrote it. So, you must understand how the touch of your hand makes my pulse react, that it's only the thrill of boy meeting girl opposites attract. It's physical, only logical. You must try to ignore that it means more than that. So, basically, it's just about having sex and not catching feelings. She just finds a hot bloke and... lives in Switzerland. And is like... No, she's the only one he did love. She did love. Yes. Yeah. But the other ones, it's just like, you're a bit of all right. Yeah. Don't catch feelings. Yeah. It's friends with benefits. Or F, but, but, F buddies. Even, yeah, it's more... Fuck buddies. Let's just say it. There's an E on the podcast. Okay. There's a little E <laughs> in the thing. Um, so what's love got to do with it is a song about fuck buddies. So what's love got to do with it? Answer nothing. Nothing. Is that you tell me? It's a secondhand emotion. Confucius say what is and love? And it's got a to sweet old-fashioned notion. Means it's just like love is an old-fashioned thing. Let's just root around a bit. Okay, okay. It's 1984. Why can't you just? She's but who's Scott? a strong, independent woman. <laughs> Scott's the guy she wants to root around. What's everywhere. love, Scott, to do with it? <laughs> Fucking Scott, I tell you. Scott might be a very attractive young man in 1984. Maybe he was in Buck's Fizz. Maybe one of the guys in Buck's Fizz was Scott. He does look like a Scott. Maybe they wrote it because they were having a bit of a Fleetwood Mac oh, situation. Everybody's sleeping and with everyone. And everyone's sleeping with every, everyone else. And Scott slept really? with the non-Scott's partner. What's love Scott to do What's with it? What's love Scott to do and with so it? so the other guy who Scott was rooting his missus asked the question. Do you really think that Bucks Fizz wrote that song? <laughs> they just, it was just written for them and they performed it. They didn't write shit. They danced the hell out of that making your mind up skirt rip included. It's also, if no one has realised we're joking, Scott isn't Scott referenced isn't in the song. <laughs> it's just the way she sings it. What's love? There we go. Do. Oh. I've sung already a lot You've of sung, I've already sung more it's than a, you. It's a musical documentary. Yeah, but that's why you're choosing musical songs. Yeah. I tell you what, if you can somehow six degrees of separation to get your um, Back to the Future reference in this episode as well, I'm impressed. Oh, I bet you wish she could go Back to the Future to <laughs> not get with Ike. No, no there's really no sense. real connection because it was 1984 that Scott rooted around with Tina Turner and Back to the Future didn't come out till 1985. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! So that's our chat about <laughs> that's all I had. <laughs> Tina the documentary yeah. and the career. What of... has the rest of my notes are just how much of a dick Ark is really? <laughs> oh, and the guy said being on the cover of People magazine was like going viral these days. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah it's I a big it. deal. I get it. Being I get on it. The cover but of People you know, magazine. it's also relevant this year because mm. now this year, twenty twenty one. Oh yeah. 
Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yep. inductee, yeah. Tina Turner. Because Ike and Tina are in there. And, te- Ike, and Ike's in there. Oh, I, we just the lost. Just I just flashed. lost power for a bit. You know what that means? I'm going to have to like reset the clock on my oven. That's not relevant to the podcast. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was just me bitching because I can't, my oven can't turn on unless the clock's on. So I have to reset the clock. The clock has to be right? The clo- well, it doesn't have to be right. It just has to be on. It could be on midnight. But I just have to reset the thing. Oh, so it's not flashing, flashing. Yeah, because if it's flashing, flashing, the oven doesn't turn on. Do you want me to describe another meme? Because we're talking about... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so relevant. Oh. No, when, when it comes around to daylight what's, savings... What's ovens got to do with it? When it comes around to daylight savings, it's like um, to reset your sundial, just move it to the left... To, or then another one is like for your house, move one house to the left. Clock, wind it back an hour. Oven, you needed like a degree in astrophysics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, to yeah. Do it. Uh, um, and Scott has nothing Scott to do has with Scott has nothing any to do with anything, Neither especially love. Does love and ovens. What is your favourite Tina Turner song? That's a good question because I said that three times during the documentary. Oh, this could be my favourite one. <laughs> It wasn't like Spice World where I was like, I think this is my favorite. No, I think this is my favorite. No, I think this is no, my favorite. Stop is my favorite Spice Girls song. Okay, we've got that. All right, that's done. Um, the one I couldn't remember the name of is very good. River Deep Mountain High. <laughs> yeah, okay. But also, I actually really like We Don't Need Another Hero. I do. I do, I have, I do like that as well. It's her daggiest one because it was written for the movie and... She has to reference Thunderdome. Like when um, Huey Lewis wrote Back in Time for Back to the Future and yeah. had to just jam the stuff about, see, I got it in. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Fucking hell. Damn it. Oh, no. She had to write it for the movie and sandwich Thunderdome in. Like Huey Lewis had to sandwich, tell me, Doctor, where are we going this time? Into the start Beyond of- the Thunderdome. Yeah, I thought you I were singing know. Huey Lewis. For a second. <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how Back in Time goes. Um, that's good, but I do like River Deep Mountain High because it is the do do do. Can I say River Deep Mountain High, but the duet with Celine Dion? Um, not the Mercedes and Santana version from Glee. <laughs> well, it's the same thing, R.I.P. really. Um, oh, R.I.P. Mercedes career. Um, no, she played a young Aretha in the new <laughs> biopic. She could have, but she didn't. One day um, she might. Be lucky enough to play I think it is actually, Jennifer Hudson. I think it is actually what's love got to do with it. I heard it the other day because I did a Spotify, um, you know, you pick a song and you go bang and go yep. radio. Yeah. Just plays. Some, for whatever reason, because I watched this YouTube, uh, no, Facebook video yeah. of this game show in UK where the guy had to guess these songs. And he was like, answer this and you win $9,000. And it was Win Beneath My Wings by Bette Midler and he didn't get it. Oh. So I was like yelling at my phone while I was in bed at, you know, like 1 a.m. When I should be Our sleeping. Our friend Emma is very surprised I've not seen Beaches. Well, guess what we're watching next, Emma? No, we're not. We're <laughs> you got to win trivia. Um, oh, okay, got trivia good. coming up. Folks. Yeah, so I did that and then um, What's Love's Got to Do With It came, came up in the... It was just 80s female singers. Yeah. So I think that might be my favourite, but I do also love a River Deep Mountain High. Spotify is good for radio. I think it's the best one of Sometimes all the apps Sometimes it doesn't radio. quite go... Yeah. How you want it to go. You know the one that stitched me up the other day? YouTube music. Yes. Terrible. Okay. Music app. 
Yep. I put it on in the background. What we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be on YouTube. <laughs> They're not watching. No. This is their, this is consumer feedback. Okay. Because we used to have Google Play Music. Okay. Right, and it was yes. good. Then Google, who owns YouTube, decided they were gonna ditch Google Play Music, and everyone signed up to YouTube Music. Correct. YouTube Music is not as good. This is what happened to me the other day. So I have a cafe, right? We are aware Dodo's hashtag yeah. Dodo's Delights. At Dodo's Delights. Sunshine Road West was great. Go visit them. Um, Tell them Brett sent you and you'll get a free cookie. Don't. <laughs> That's not true. Don't do that. Shit. We call them biscuits. We call them biscuits. Because we're Aussie. So I decided to play to start a radio, right? And I chose Believe by Cher. It's okay. a great song. Because it was Midsummer Weekend. Yeah. It was a great song. Believe by Cher. So it always then plays. A different song by the same artist second in the radio. The and YouTube then, one. Yeah. And then yep. starts to mix it up. Yep. So we had Believe by Cher. Strong Enough then by Cher. we had Cher. Strong Enough by Cher. Yep. Another song. Then I went into the back. There were customers sitting there having their breakfast. I went into the back to do some dishes. Wasn't too paying attention. And then I'm like, gee, Believe by Cher is going on for a bit long. How long, have I been, how long have I been washing these dishes? And then I washed a bit more. I'm like... Still, believe still playing. I went out and checked the playlist, and I put the picture on my uh, on my Instagram at Lee Cole Hayhow. Um, it had in the first eight songs five versions of "Believe" by Cher. There is only one "Believe" it, by Cher. It was oh, the photos back. I was going to say five different versions of "Believe" by Cher, but all those but all kind of versions that sound the same. No, buy oh, right. someone else, but okay. sound exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my customers were listening to Believe by Cher for 25 minutes. <laughs> I think that's just good customer service. No, YouTube music stitched me up there. No, because you know no what? Good. Sometimes on the Spotify, you do this like, sometimes I'm like, I'll go for my morning walk yep. and I'll put on like a running playlist. And it was like, Is 90s it not a walk? Because you went on my morning walk. Well, <laughs> I, was, I should have said run. Um, and I put on a running playlist. I walk pretty fast. I put on a running playlist. And it'll do the same. It just shuffles. And what it does on the running playlist is it kind of fades in, fades out. So the music never stops. Yes. That's but good. sometimes, like I did a walk mm. and it played the same song in the playlist three times. So I was like, yeah. are there only eight songs on this playlist of 90s music? What YouTube music does. And it was, the song it played multiple times was another song by Hanson. Oh. Yeah. Was it... um. Not Mbop, obviously. Not Mbop. If only? only? No, there was some other song. Oh, because If Only is good. I don't think it was that, but it was weird. I was like, this sounds like Hanson, but it's not Mbop. The other thing YouTube Music does is it picks a song that you've played a few times and thinks you love it. So it just puts it in every yeah. playlist. Just when, you, when you do a radio, sometimes it'll chuck in songs I've liked. No, but this one I haven't even give, given a thumbs up to. It's just coming up in another couple of playlists oh, because I okay. haven't skipped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It thinks I like you it. You love it. So, Come Said the Boy by Mondo Rock. Yeah. Um, it thinks it must be my favourite song. Right. Because I'll start it. like Pressure Down, John Farnham, yeah. and Come Said the Boy will come up. Right. Okay. I'll do like okay, that's a ballad by um, Whitney Houston. Tina Arena. Right. And it'll yeah. be like, oh, Whitney Houston's 80s. So is Mondo Rock. Let's yeah. do Come yeah, Said yeah, the Boy. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're not related. <laughs> yeah. And I actually don't even like that song that much. Oh. Anyway, but anyway, back to the that's thing. our musical <laughs> episode of about various teens to drink cinema. Uh, 
If you are a Tina Turner fan and know a lot about Tina Turner, you don't probably need to watch this documentary. You should, though. You should because you're a Tina fan. Yeah. But if you're a not, if you're a general fan of music, mm-hmm. you can watch this because it's good. Yep. If you want to know a little bit more about Ike and Tina, watch it. If you want to know more about Tina without Ike, don't watch it. You don't need to watch it. Um, but also, if you just like a good documentary, whether it's music or not, watch it because it is a very it's a well made documentary. Yes, and it is the mix of news and interviews and footage. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, she's had work done, work done, but she's like eighty, and she's she still 80 looks something. pretty good. She doesn't look eighty something. But also, if you see the estate she lives on in the Swiss Alps, oh, fuck's sake, you could live there for thirty years and you wouldn't age. That's what love has got to do with it, money. Well, now that, that she's no found sense. love. Yeah. Money's got to do with it. Yeah. And she's officially retired. Yeah. She's just going to hang around in the Swiss Alps and just rock up for another premiere of a musical. Could you imagine if she actually did Eurovision for Switzerland? That would be epic. dominate. Surely they win that year. She could rewrite Proud Mary. She'd have to write a song. She could do. She could redo Celine Dion's Switzerland Eurovision entry and probably win again. Even she though she could illegal. do making your mind up. No, she's, she's had pretty good success covering Bucks Fizz. She can she's just do making actually, your mind up. You know what I noticed about it as well? She's very good at covering songs because yes. you think she. I think she's done a lot of covers. Proud Mary, um, and it automatically goes. This sounds completely different. Yeah. And she does it in a way that it goes, this sounds like a song that was written for Tina Turner. Yes, because, and I think she will have gotten this from Ike, that she, the she wasn't oh, necessarily sorry. just the singer of the band. No. It was Ike making this whole musical package so that she learnt the, how to choreograph and how to make the music and how to make the band work. Yes, and she's an entertainer. And you could see that in the documentary. They showed that well, that when she was solo, she was in charge of the band. Yeah. Not in a belt yeah. you up and I'm going to take your money away kind of way that I could have been. But she was in charge of the band and she knew what she wanted and she knew how she wanted to entertain. Yes. She's a great entertainer, one of the best ever, iconic. And longevity Oh, longevious for sure. Yeah, not late 50s to Isn't late a... 90s, 40 years into the 2000s. If you have someone who has longevity, what's they have longevious? longevity? No, they just have longevity. Longevity. There's no noun version of longevity. Longevous. No. It's going to Tina Turner. That's what I'm going to share. It's They're very share. Yeah, they're very share. The only... Artist to have number one singles in six straight decades. Six, seven, eight, nine, zero. No, and, and 2010s. Burlesque was 2010s. Did you say number ones? I'm sure she was an. I'm don't, sure it's six I decades. I'm going to look it up in the break. That could be the trivia. So next we make you watch Burlesque. And by we, I mean the gay agenda. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, non-commercial break. I've looked up Cher's number one hits. Okay. So, they started in the... Her first one was in the 60s. Can you name it? Um, I got you, babe. Sunny and Cher. Yes. In the 70s, she had three. Three? Yep. Three solo, one with Sunny. 
I don't know the other sunny one. All I ever need is you. Okay, good. Um, but what's the song? You should um, be able to get seventy. Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Yes. Half breed and dark lady. <laughs> We're number one dark on the hot one hundred pop charts. In the eighties, Cher again had two number one hits with "If I Could Turn Back Time," also written by Diane Warren. Yeah, she she writes all the songs. She writes all the songs for the movies. Oh, okay. She um has had like twelve or something Oscar nominations for best original uh, song and, and she's never won. Then she also had "After All," a duet with Peter Cetera oh, from Chicago. God, that sounds terrible. And "The Glory of Love." Um, in the nineties, she topped the Billboard Hot 100 singles charts and dance chart with "Believe." Believe, yeah. I was. I keep thinking that's two thousand. Um, she had two more number one club hits that decade with "Strong Enough" and "All or Nothing." Oh, okay. In the 2000s, she had three dance hits. Mm-hmm. Song for the Lonely, a this different kind of love song, and When the Money's Gone. Different kind of love song. In 2010, the Diane Warren penned Haven't Seen and the Last of, of Me from the movie Burlesque was a number one hit. Oh, my God. Yeah. On what chart? I don't know on which chart. This article doesn't say from Hollywood Reporter. The gay charts. Uh, a rarity in the music business or any entertainment field for that matter. Cher is poised to make history next mm. week when she tops the Billboard Dance Club song chart with the Diane Warren penned Haven't Seen the Last of Me, you marking the sixth decade in which the iconic singer and actress holds a number one hit. The Golden Globe nominated song comes from the 2010 Winning. film. This was written before. Oh, okay. Uh, comes from the 2010 film Burlesque, which stars Cher and Christina Aguilera. The best thing about that film is Karen Gijanet. No. Not wearing any pants. No. Christina. Yeah, but. You can't have. No. Nah, anyway. Okay. We'll disagree. Well, that, that'll be another an hour of discussion about Cam Gijanet's ass versus <laughs> Christina Aguilera's <laughs> voice. All right. We've come up with a new trivia segment. We didn't invent it. But I heard it done no, on a radio show very badly. And so I thought we That's, could do it is that the slightly name of the show? better. Very badly. No, they did it not well. Um, so the trivia is movie plots explained badly. Movie plots. You can play along at oh. home. You can let us know how you did. And you have to do it. We have had a listener feedback. Share. We had a listener feedback um, tell us that he scored the same as you on the Will Ferrell IMDb Top 4. Game on. With... Uh, Blades of Glory and Talladega Nights. Yeah. The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Now, this is our first time at this. That's true. So we'll see how we go. I've got three. How many have you got? Two. Okay. We'll do two then. Well, okay. no, you get... But, 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 but. Yeah, but oh. we're keeping score. Okay. Okay. What if it's a time? Okay. No, Go. I got a the, good the, tiebreaker. The tricky thing was I had to make sure it was a movie that you'd seen that I'd also seen and know. Well, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Three friends travel for... Okay, three friends. A birthday. Birthday. One loses his watch but finds himself and comes home with a new pet. Um, Birthday. Hangover's a bucks thing. Yep. And you haven't seen it. There'll be some thinking music, um, trumpets and trombones. Comes home with the new city slickers. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I thought loses his watch would help more than coming home loses with the new his, pet. Oh, because he shoves his... <laughs> <laughs> um, for the YouTube at home, just <laughs> a bit of... 
to go and oh, find gosh. his new pet, Norman. Um, they travel well, yeah. for Phil's birthday, isn't it? No, it's, oh, no, it's Billy Crystal. Mitch's yeah. for him. But great party, thanks <laughs> to Phil. You're gonna, if you have seen City Slickers, that quote will be funny. But um, you'll have to watch it because we will revisit it at some point. So you've got one point. I've got I'm one next. point. I'm going to do an easy one. I reckon this is easy. Oh, okay. Back to the future. <laughs> no, it's not. I was going to think that, but then I thought you're just going to say it anyway. Yeah. Deadbeat father reunites with son, wants him to take over the family business. Oh, God. Yeah, right. You said it was easy. <laughs> Three men and a baby. I mean, it's, no, it's not. I don't know why I said that. Deadbeat father. Deadbeat father hasn't been around. Reunites with his son and yeah. wants him to take over the business. Family business, yep. The family business. Yep. Hmm. Is he... So the father is successful. Deadbeat is he's very He's around. successful as... He's successful at what he does. He's a deadbeat as in he was never there he was for never the kid was growing dad. up. No. Iron Man. No. Uh, um, oh, do you get more than one guess? What? Do you get more than one guess? Well, I've got no idea. <laughs> Star Wars. Empire Strikes oh, Back. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's right. a good one. You're one point. Yes. Um, you, oh, you're getting divorced after that. Wow. It was movie plots explained badly. <laughs> That explains the plot of the Empire Strikes Back. Um, this one, I think, is... Be- I've got two to choose from. This Good. one, I think, is better. But I think you'll get it. Okay, so I'm going to win. Yes. Um, uh, no, I'm going to say this. I'm going to reword it live on it. Oh, um, this is um, what you call tampering. Oh, yeah, I go. Okay. Yep. It's babe. No. Just gonna block your screen. Yeah, <laughs> I can't read. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't read it anyway. Okay, all right. A father of three brings a high-powered lawyer out of retirement to take down government plans. Can I correct something? A father of four brings down <laughs> a high-powered lawyer. <laughs> okay. A father of four brings father a high-powered lawyer out of retirement to take down government plans. Government plans. I don't government plans. Ooh. I could say take down or disrupt government plans. Father of four? Yep. Why did you have to correct it? They had another kid. Um Well, yeah, because I forgot one. Government plans. Four kids. Do you want I me think to I'm read going you the first wording? No. Have a guess. Um, I honestly am going blank, but I will say um, I, I don't have anything. The first wording. Brady Bunch, the movie. Was a father of four. <laughs> the camera just died. <laughs> okay. The, I'm going to go with <laughs> the camera. Ran out of battery. So we had to have an unscheduled, non-commercial break. Like before when the power went out and I have to reset the clock on my oven. Yes. We're having to reset our recording. 
So, so the clue that I gave for movie plots explained badly was a father of four brings a high-powered lawyer out of retirement to disrupt government plans. Yeah. You got nothing from that. Well, it's interesting because even with all this, with the technology, every extra difficult, I, I couldn't... Father of four. What I, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Who's a father? Well, he, he goes back his and own forth son. this time. He fathers himself. Yeah. No, he fathers his own boss. I don't know. His son nothing. sends his father. That's all I could think of for government I'll plans. do the first wording of it. Okay. Okay. Because I think it's much easier the first reading. Yep. A father of four brings a high-powered lawyer out of retirement to save the family home. Is it It's a Wonderful Life? No. Oh. It's the castle. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he has four kids. Yeah. I forgot the one in prison. <laughs> no, I forgot oh. the trading post one. Because I remembered the one in prison. You've got to be dreaming. Steve Curry, who hosts the whole thing. Yeah. The daughter who does the hairdressing. Oh. And then there's Wayne. In Wayne's prison. in prison. Yeah, he has but there's four the, kids. the oldest one who... He's the second prison. oldest one who's all about the trading post. Yeah, fencing, jousting. The sticks. ideas man. You're an ideas man, Steve. Steve. Yeah. You, Steve, an ideas man because he puts the hose in the broom. Oh, why not one all? One all. So it comes down to this. Wait, no, you haven't got one. No. So you have to get this. I have to get this. To go to a tiebreaker we don't have. Yeah, no, I've got a tiebreaker in my head. Yeah, but I and I want I have a third one. Just making sure on the back of this series <laughs> work notes about anything <laughs> confidential. Okay. Okay, I won't read it. <clears throat> I didn't write the answer to it anyway, so it's fine. Okay. After the death of her parents, a young socialite causes millions in property damage. Mm. Gone with the wind. No. Oh, I don't know. Frozen. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But you win. But you haven't seen it, so it seems unfair. But I win. You win. Because she goes crazy. You're going to make me watch Burlesque. Yeah, I'm actually (laughs) tempting. You've seen Burlesque, though. I've seen it. But let's do a nostalgia. Actually, I want to do a nostalgia one and get back with nostalgia feels. Oh, okay. And Burlesque isn't nostalgic enough. Okay, you, well, you have to assign it. That's the winning. Gosh. But we released... We did Spartacus that you made me watch. Mm, and we've like done it, Tina. Tina, you that made I made you watch. watch. But there's been Some Like It Hot and then Austin Powers. Mm. So we need. We probably do need another nostalgia. Okay. But not one that I haven't watched. So you've seen it before. It's nostalgic. All right. Pick one. This is what we're going to do. So we had our meeting before, but obviously, uh, as we said, it, not everything's going to be planned. Nah. You assign me a movie to watch, but our next episode will be a nostalgia. Okay. And then we'll talk about the one you assigned me now, just to get back on track of alternating. Okay. Okay. The awkward thing now is that I have to think of a movie to assign you to watch. Okay. Well, you've got Ooh. long enough. I'm going to pick a nostalgic one. I'm going to go right back. I'm going to tell our listeners that our next episode, we're going to be talking about Plan 9 from Outer Space. Oh, good. Okay. Um, which is Straight one of our all-time favourites. Uh, it's The Age of Our Parents. It's older and the than age, our parents, I believe. No, I think it's The Age of Our Parents, the same age as Some Like It Hot 1959. Oh. Um, so next 
our next episode will be about Plan 9 from Outer Space. We're going to talk about that and discuss that. Generally accepted as one of the worst films ever made. Correct. But it's um, not. It's fantastic in its awfulness. It's great. Uh, and it's the best movie I've ever seen starring the director's chiropractor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That will come up. That'll come up. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't already know that was the case. What would you like me to watch, brother, that you think I haven't watched? Um, Frozen? Yeah, Frozen. <laughs> um, but also those ones where you're like, in the previous episodes, I was tempted to be like, you're like, I'm never going to watch The Hangover, but then make you watch The Hangover. I'll I'm not going to do that because I don't want to watch it again. Okay. Um, not that it's a bad movie. I've seen it and you can't get anything else from it. Um, there's an 80s movie with Bette Midler in it. It's not Outrageous Beaches. Fortune. It's not Beaches. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do Beaches, but it's not because I want something funny. And it's not Outrageous Fortune because I know you've seen it. Beaches has funny things in it because it's a bit middler, but a little bit. there's death and cancer. Yeah, the ending is not yeah. great. No. Um, you don't, spoiler you don't alert. put wind beneath my wings at the end of a no. comedy. <laughs> That's a fart joke. Um, <laughs> God, I just ruined Beaches. The, the gas beneath my wings. The gas beneath my wings. <laughs> oh, Icarus. Um <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, That's the wax beneath the my wax wings. Beneath my wings. Um, I'm gonna say, Jesus Christ! Should have saved, saved your ancient Greek mythology jokes for when we did Spartacus. When we watched, <laughs> yeah, right. I knew nothing about it then. We're gonna watch Troy now, so I can have some references. Um, no, it's a movie called Big Business. Richard Pryor. No. That's mil- Brewster's Millions. <laughs> yeah, different. <laughs> Very different. Um, so it's um, Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. You know what I haven't seen that I have to watch because I love the song? Nine to five. We'll save that for another. Ooh. Have we'll you save seen that. it? We'll, maybe once. We'll cross over to a, we'll do a Lily Tomlin crossover to nine to five. Nine to five. Okay. Big business. Big business. Bette, Bette Midler, Midler Lily, Tomlin. Lily Tomlin, 80s comedy. I They're love, twins. I love Lily Tomlin. There's stuff going on. And the only thing I know her from is Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> there was a, for those for those listening and watching, um, there was a movie in the 90s of the Beverly Hillbillies. People know. Um, iconic. <laughs> TV <laughs> series with oh, Dolly Parton was in that too. Yeah, she made a happiness. She made it like a um, cameo because She's the he cameo loves... is the wife, the potential wife. Oh, I thought she cameoed as Dolly Parton. Oh, maybe. Should we watch it? Maybe we should watch it again <laughs> somewhere. But for that, now, add that to the nostalgia list. We will add that to our list. The nineties version. Um, but for y'all now, we're going to watch. Gonna um, y'all come back now. You. I wasn't going to use that as oh, a sign up for this episode. I was going to do that. <laughs> Old lady giving the finger. finger. Just like the German Eurovision entry this year, giving the finger to the whole of the world. Because she's Um, got arthritis when she's sitting in the back of the pickup truck with the. You can't uh, do it, can you? (laughs) No. It's a visual joke. No, it's a visual joke for everybody listening. Anyway. I'll put a photo of it on (laughs) Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to watch. I'm going to give you your assignment for the week. Big business. Big business. Okay, so that will be. Two weeks' time from this episode yeah, that we're talking about big business. Next week, we're talking about Plan 9 from Outer Space. If you haven't seen Plan 9 from Outer Space, then go out and do so. Um, if you need a copy, DM me because I've got a DVD. No, but it's also um, 
It's on the YouTube and we're allowed to oh, say public that because domain. it's public domain now. Because it's awful and nobody wants to own up to it. Yeah, because it's old. <laughs> um, have you seen the Ed Wood movie? I haven't. I do want to see that I though. I haven't seen that either. That might come up later. Oscar, Oscar winning Ed Wood. So you've got uh, one week listeners and viewers to watch Plan 9 from Outer Space. You've got two weeks, me and listeners and viewers, to watch Big Business with Lily Tomlin, Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler, Bette Midler, but not Dolly Parton. Yeah, and no one much else, I don't think. All right, well, we'll chat about that in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening and watching to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We should make this the start of season two because we're more organised now. Maybe. Let's just say Let's, it's season two. Okay. Even though there's no gap. My gosh. We didn't do syndicated. hiatus. <laughs> we didn't do it. We, yeah, we we're also renewed. not syndicated. Syndicated means you get, you're sent to I other know. cities. We, um, we're syndicated Melbourne, Thailand. Our producers um, renewed us, which is great because our producers is Lee. Is me. So, so I'm glad he likes I can, us. I am Odd Socks Entertainment. Um and I'm Lee Cole Hayhow. That is Brett Hayhow. Thank you that for listening. Me. Follow us on the Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Two Drink Cinema. You'll come back now, you hear? <laughs>Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. This episode has been produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work and podcasts, head to oddsocksentertainment.com.au. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any future Two Drink Cinema episodes and follow us on Facebook, Instagram or on Twitter at Two Drink Cinema and make sure to drink responsibly.